Hey guys, and welcome to season three of the Us People podcast. I'm your host, Savia Rox, and in this season, I get to make my guests laugh, cry, and even make them think about life a little differently with the questions I fire over to them, which digs into their lives and professions a little differently. We even had a chance to change up the intro, giving you a fresh new sound. I look forward to sharing season three of the Us People podcast with you. Let's go. Hey guys, my name is Julia Castro. I'm a professional kiteboarder and you're listening to Us People podcast with Savio Rocks. How easy was that? Oh my gosh. What? And I have a very bad memory. So that's like achievement for me. Made up my mind. Now is my time to shine. Now is my time to shine. Hey guys, welcome to another episode of the Ask People podcast. I'm your host, Savio Rex, and today I'm humbled to have Julia Castro here with me, who is a professional kiteboarder and wakeboarder. Julia, I want to thank you so much for taking your time to come on the Ask People podcast. How are you? I'm good. Thanks. Thank you so much for, for having me. No, you're more than welcome. Thank you so much for taking your time to come on here. I know you're extremely busy. I know there's so much going on in your life. And for anybody to take their time to come on, I'm always humbled by it. So, Julia, my first question for you is, could you tell me a bit about yourself, about where you grew up, how you grew up, but also how that influenced you to be the person who you are today? So I was born in Fuerteventura, that's Canary Islands. And it is a beautiful place that uh, you don't realize, like for people who live there, we don't realize how beautiful it is until we actually go out and travel. And yeah, I was born in a really small village, not even town, just a village. And it was really hard because there were not many sports available, like offers, you know, to do sports, just uh, football and handball and sailing. That was pretty much it. So I did all of it, <laughs> every sport that was available, I did it. And yeah, I think my life was all about sports, surrounded by sports. I had, when I was younger, well now as well, but I canalize it better. But when I was younger, I had a lot of energy, like seriously, so much energy. And the only way to function in a normal way was to spend my energy doing sports. So yeah. sports saved my life. <laughs> I like that. Talk to me about how sports save your life because that's something I know a lot of people would like to hear. How did sports save your life? What was it about it? <clears throat> I guess many many different ways, but <clears throat> um, so where I was born, uh, usually it used to be like only people from there, purely from there, with parents from there and the whole family from there. And my parents were from outside. They were not from the islands. My mom is from Denmark and my dad is from mainland Spain. Yeah. So I was like an outsider for the kids, you know, and I would never understand like, hey, I was born here just like you. Like, why do you treat me like that? And then just going to whatever sport I was doing back then was like, yeah, I feel good and safe here. And then also my, it's like all sad, no? But my, my parents, <laughs> they divorced when I was really young and that was really tough as well because they, yeah. they did not get along well. They still don't do. <laughs> so it was like war. Yeah, it happened too much, unluckily. But that was also really hard. 
and uh, yeah, I guess being busy and connected and having a mission and something to strive for made me yeah focus focus on something. Yeah. yeah, tell me, can you define who you are as a person, and who do you see when you look in the mirror? But also, what does your reflection say to you? As she's smiling, I'm saying this question. <laughs> what does your reflection say? when you look in the mirror but on the flip side of that question has there ever been a time julia when you've looked in the mirror and not recognized the person staring back at you what did you do to help yourself uh yeah i did have those times and it was especially when i was not doing what i was meant to do i guess and um it, it was pretty hard because I got injured. I got a surgery in my shoulder. And um, on that time, I went to Denmark to study university. And suddenly, I found myself doing a life that was not my life. I was studying in uni and going to the gym. And all my friends were traveling around and competing. And uh, yeah, as you say, I looked. I didn't even look at the mirror. Like <laughs> I didn't want to. <laughs> Like, who's that person I, I don't recognize? And the solution for me was quitting everything I was doing and going back to my life. Yeah. And then everything came back to place, yeah. I love that. I definitely love that. So tell me what sparked your journey for you to quit. you saying, you know what, I've, I've, I'm going to uni or I'm doing uni. What made you decide, you know what, I'm going to quit now. I've looked at myself in the mirror. What made you decide, no, I have to carry on doing what I'm doing? Was you comparing yourself to other people or was there something inside you that was missing? And you said to yourself, you know what, I need to do this for me, not for anybody else, but for me. What was it? No, for sure it was to for me because I was so unhappy. I was not happy at all. And on the other hand, like you, I guess, at least me, I always try to look for advice in older people because I think they know more than me and they have more experience. And I was talking to my dad, who was always a bit like, ah, kite surfing, like that's a gypsy sport, you know. Uh, he never really liked it, but I was talking to him and he was like, what the heck are you doing? I'm like, what do you mean? And he goes like, yeah, um, university is not going to move. It's a building that is always there. But your body is getting older and your athlete career is going to end one day, soonish than later. So what are you doing just your time in uni? Like that's always going to be there. Just go to your sport, train, do your best. And then you come back to university whenever you're done with your career. I'm like, oh, that makes sense. So I did that. See, that's actually quite good advice, actually. What is the life expectancy of, of anybody who is a surfer? A kind border. What is that? The, because I I spoken to, for example, a lot of boxers, and they told me the life expectancy could be around forty. But for you, what is the life expectancy for what you do as a profession? Um, it depends a lot on the discipline you do. So if you're doing more freestyle, so like uh, gymnastics, really young, not more than thirty. Wow. And if you're doing wave riding, you could be up to forty. It, it depends. Also, it depends on the injuries you get. So if you yeah. get injured a lot and uh, maybe an injury can finish your career. So I'm, I'm positive that I can do a couple more years, like <laughs> five, six, seven more years, hopefully. I think you can do a lot more. I think I think you just got to keep on going and pushing yourself because 
you've done so much in in the period of time that you have been doing it but what would you say to me do you feel is your best achievement and why my best achievement until now yeah which one do you feel is your best achievement and why do you feel that one is your best one Mm, it's really funny because when people ask me about that i don't recall like any kiteboarding or wakeboarding achievement i go back to when i was doing athletics i was maybe 11 or 12 years old Mm -hmm. and i managed to because to go to nationals for example you need to do one one time if you don't do that time you don't go you don't pass the limit and um I went for my race and I finished and I look at the at the official thing and I, I did the time. So I was up for nationals and I, I was, mm-hmm. yeah, I made it. And I, yeah, I, I always you. recall that, that moment. It was, it's a small thing going to nationals. Uh, but that was, for me, it was incredible. See, that's good enough for me. That's a good enough answer for me. So I want to get into your life a little bit more and I want people to understand what you do in your life because some people might not understand what is a day in julia's life actually like so from the moment you wake up julia to to the to the moment where you feel creative and you know what i'm gonna go and do what i do best what is a day in julia's life actually like from morning to evening my days change a lot and people think that's cool, but extremes are never good. <laughs> so too much of the same is not good. Too much changing is not good. And well, my life changes a lot. But for example, today was more of an office day. Okay. Um, I woke up kind of early. <clears throat> I went training and I went in the water. Then I did a TV interview. Then I had to do like two or three meetings. And now I'm here on a podcast uh, with you. <laughs> Uh, yesterday, for example, I spent my whole day training, like training, eating, sleeping, then training again, eating, then training again. Uh, on Friday, I'm traveling uh, like two hours to the airport and I'm going to Germany. So every That's day cool. it's a bit different. I try to have at least a planning of what I'm doing each day. It helps my mind and my brain not to yeah. have a schedule of what I'm doing, how's my week going. But it changes a lot. Wow. <laughs> but I'm busy. I'm just busy. <laughs> <laughs> that's why i'm so grateful that you had time to do this today <laughs> oh, no, wow. i'm grateful you have been patient no it works same it works the same way my next question for you julia is obviously being a woman in what you do is so important especially now mm. in sports is there a difference with you being a woman in what you do compared to a man do you get treated differently how is it for you i think it's a topic i talk almost every day i love it Let's go. <laughs> I, I love it i love it i <clears throat> i mean it's really difficult to be a woman just in general That's you true. know that mm-hmm. and then i'm doing a a young sport because it's it, the, both of the sports they do wake or kiteboarding. They're not uh, old sports. They're maybe 30, 50 years old sports, which is nothing. Yeah. And they're done by younger people. And you would think younger people is more open-minded. And it happens to be all the opposite. Whoa. Younger people right now, they're way close, closer, closer minded. You understand me. Yeah, the more close-minded. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, it's crazy to, to have to fight against your peers 
or your age and they absolutely don't understand like what we do or why we do it. And I feel like as a woman, I have to do everything like double or twice or three times better than double. a guy yep. just to show I can do the same or better or, you know, it, it's it's quite tiring. Then the whole thing with social media as well, like it depends a lot on how you portray yourself to the world, the impact that has on like younger generations or the generation right now. It's so much going on. <laughs> No, I definitely agree with you. It does that does that do anything to your mental health knowing that you have to always do twice as good because I know for a fact that with me it sometimes take a toll on me and it sometimes I have to take a step back. How does it do anything to your mental health? Does it does it make you push yourself harder? Does it make you say, you know what, I need to stop? How does it what does it do to you physically and emotionally? For me, it's really hard to stop. <laughs> I, have a, I have an issue with that and I have to work on that for sure. But yeah, I mean, it's tiring. I feel like I'm always tired because I feel like I'm always working on on everything. It's so hard to make it happen and to prove myself. And But I, I feel, I hope we'll see in 10 years time that it's worth it, you know, that the work I'm doing now is going to influence positively the younger generations that I can change something in sport for women that will be more women in the future that we will have better uh rules or better prize money and better living in general no i i hope i can put my piece of sand in this uh, dune i think you're doing that already i think every morning you wake up and you have that power and that energy and that positivity to say you know what i'm gonna do this julia you do it every day and you may not even realize that you do it, but I'm sure there are many women who follow you. There are many women who listen to what you say, just like they will listen to the podcast and be like, you know what? If Julia is saying that she can do it, then that's given me the positivity in my heart to know that I can do it too. I just need to work just as hard. And that's a good thing. I hope, I really hope I... At least if one girl already thinks or sees me, that's that's already something, you know. See. Little by little. A little by little, most definitely. How important is diversity to you? Because that kind of connects to what we just spoke about in a way. How important is diversity to you? And what value do you feel you bring to diversity? <laughs> I think it's, uh, <laughs> it's so important. <laughs> And and it's it's super hard because it's a, it's a, it's crazy how we have so much information nowadays, and people is young and they have this phone in their hands they can look up everything, yeah. and and they should have parents that have relived all of these things so they have been taught in a different way, but then I'm encountered with uh, really tough situations when, especially young people don't think about it don't they don't care they don't have the yeah i don't know like that's my dog i'm sorry oh, he's cool. playing with his... <laughs> no leave him let him play let him play <laughs> we're talking about you <laughs> yeah it's hard it's it's really hard and i think people don't realize i hope they do like Huh. I don't know. I don't know what's ha- which way this is going, but I I hope social media helps because sometimes I feel like it's making it worse. But uh, 
I think people is opening depends, up yeah. and talking about everything. So I think it depends on the person who's putting out the social media. There are people who have the power and put out the wrong type of social media. And then there are people who have power that put out goodness. So it's either the negativity people attract themselves to or it's the positivity of what people attract themselves to. And I think it comes down to choice of what you want to attract to yourself, which, which either can turn your mental health state for the good or for the bad. And I think a lot of it's out there because they're were dated with so much social media. And for instance, when you're on social media, one story goes so quickly if you notice, it's hard to, to, to see everything. And yeah. I think that's definitely something that we need to work on too and try and yeah, see what attracts us. Yeah, every person needs to do their personal small effort, yeah. for sure. We need to row in the same boat and the same direction. Yeah, most definitely. I definitely agree with you. What is the one thing that you have battled with in your life that nobody knows about that you would like to share to help empower other people? So many things. <laughs> I don't know. To, to be honest, I don't think many people knows I have uh, like anxiety since I'm very young, really strong anxiety that sometimes I don't even know how I managed to compete all of these years because <laughs> sometimes my anxiety is just like stopping me from doing anything. But uh, yeah, I've been... Um, fighting with that until not so long ago I didn't even know what I had I was like oh my god my heart is gonna fall from my body <laughs> just, <laughs> just gonna walk away <laughs> and uh, yeah I think um, like you mentioned mental health is also something important what we should talk about and be more open there should be I think better education about it as well because yes. I went to different psychologists and not all of them tell you the right thing to do and they are actually psychologists. They studied, they studied it, but yeah. they're not teaching you the right way. So yeah, <laughs> it's yeah. an interesting topic. <laughs> no, that is definitely true. Talk to me about the next generation. How do you feel? Because you're still young, Julia. Mm. How do you feel the next generation will come in and change things after you? Yeah. Like sports-wise, I think there is faith, if I might say, because I, I feel like girls, especially girls, they have realized that maybe sexualizing your body, like there's no tomorrow, maybe it's a good option, but there's more options. Yes. And I'm happy they realize that. Like nothing is wrong if, you, if you're happy, but I like to girls to understand that there's more options. And then I'm a bit worried because I don't see so many, like sports-wise, the young generation, I don't see so many of them. Like it's, it's slowly growing. There's not so many of them. I don't know why it is. But uh, yeah, I, I think there's something also to work on in the future, at least for me, to bring in more youngsters into the sport. I think you so, should yeah, recruit I some. I think you should. I think you should start recruiting some. So if you go out and you yeah. see talent, maybe that's an option. Maybe you yeah. can go yeah. out and start recruiting. Kids are the future. We all know that in any in in life in general, but as, as well in sports. And yeah, I mean, there it's it's gonna be a whole different generation because when I started doing sports, 
if you were good in sports, that was enough. But now you need to have be good in sports. You need to be good looking. You need to have a good social media. You need to be a great communicator. And you need to do so many things. <laughs> <laughs> so like uh, youngsters now, the new generation, they have to be prepared as fuck. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yeah, that's definitely true. I agree with you there. <laughs> what do you wish you knew? Before you started doing oh, you oh wow! <laughs> so I, this is something I think about a lot. Like I, I knew I, like not that I knew it, but that I kind of did it before. Because yeah. it's like I knew yeah. it, but I thought I was wrong. I'm like, no, this cannot be true, and and then it, it was a way. See, but I don't know. I think especially uh, a lot about uh, confidence. And uh, following ways, like I wish I I wish I found help before, like coaches and uh, and therapists and this kind of people. Yeah. If I found their help before, everything, I mean, it went the way it went, and it's not bad. I'm I'm good where I am. But I wish I, I when I was younger, I would have found the people I have to help me now. See, I think so. That makes sense. Because we're not alone. We're teams, you know, athletes, uh, families, uh, couples. In the end, we always work in teams and we work better. Yeah. And this is something I wish I understood before. Yeah. I like that. That's a really good one. <laughs> I really like that. If there was one quote that represented you as a person, what quote would you choose, Julia? And why would you choose that particular quote? I have it in Spanish. What is the translation? No, say it in Spanish to me. Come on, let's say it in Spanish. It's a quien no arriesga no gana. Ooh. It's like who doesn't who doesn't dare to do it is not gonna win. I like that. Something like that. I like that's a good one. What yeah. made you choose that one than any other quote? I don't know. A long time ago, I chose that was my quote. <laughs> I like it because I feel I feel many people. It's like uh, on an edge waiting to do something, but they don't dare. Yeah. And um, it's like, oh, but they're going to tell me no on it, or it's going to fail. It's not going to work. But this this answer you already have. So only trying, you can actually have a different answer. That's so true. that that I always tried. I always dared. I was always pushing. So I, I think that's my phrase. I like it. I definitely do. If there was one question <laughs> you wish people would ask you but they never do what would that one question be and why oh my god i don't know ah. Boy, I, don't, I, I don't know i feel like especially with social media people ask me a lot of questions all the time just like people that don't know me at all they're just going into my dms just sending me whatever strange question so i don't know about that i get asked a lot of things <laughs> is there anything that resonates with you that you feel somebody hasn't asked you you wish somebody would ask you the question a lot of people say to me i wish that people would really ask me how i am a lot of people say that to me, but they mean it in the sense of genuinely asking me, how are mm. you? Not just how are you because of who you are as a person, no, but how are yeah. you inside? Is there mm -hmm. anything that you wish that someone would ask you, but they never do, that you wish they would ask that question? Yeah, for, for sure, I would say, like, this is what I was thinking in the back of my mind. 
because people people don't stop to care about others a lot. How are you? Yeah, all good. Yeah, what whatever. But the, if you stop two seconds and look in the eyes of the other person, maybe exactly. you realize something else. But we, we don't do. We just go so fast, and life goes fast. I always ask, "How are you?" Twice. Because I find on the first time they just take it and throw it over their head. But then if you stop the person and actually look at them properly like you were just saying, you actually get their energy with it too. And then they really answer the question. I do that when I offer food. Like uh, if I have uh, some whatever fruit, whatever you want. No. Do you want? (laughs) And they always say yes. Always. (laughs) I like that. I had a conversation with somebody and they say, that um, some cultures ask three times if you want food. <laughs> and on the first two times, see, you you get yes after twice. But some cultures, they offer you three times. And the first two times, the person might say no. And then on the third time, they take it. And I learned that and I tried it and it worked. It absolutely worked. And I was laughing all the way. I was laughing all the way through it. So... Do you believe in spirituality? Are you a spirit you're smiling are you a spiritual person a little bit not a lot but i like to think about numbers when i see like 10 10 you know and the oh it's 22 22 or i like uh, to read my horoscope and see what it says and i like uh, i i I think energies is a thing like with people and hugs and yes yeah i like that i like that i like that I like that. I definitely do. What are you most proud of that you stand for as an individual? Uh, I guess that I made it. Because <laughs> I, I was told so many times that I wouldn't make it. Just stop doing sports. You're not going to be a professional athlete. You're not going to make a living out of this. Um, so many times I've been told, and look at me. <laughs> I see. Exactly. Never listen to what anybody else says. A lot of the time, people try to inflict their insecurities onto you. Yeah. That's yeah, what people it's crazy. do. And, and you just have to walk away from it. Sometimes, even if the person is family or meant to be a close friend and they say things to you, you have to walk away from it. You just yeah, because most of the times the things you want to do, they're scary and they're uncertain. You don't know what's going to happen and people don't like uncertainty. They like to know exactly what's going to happen, when it's going to happen. And But I guess I, I always believed in some, in the back of my mind, I could do it. And if you have, if anybody has that belief, they should definitely like follow the path kind of blindly. Not blindly because you need to have a somewhere to fall on we say in spanish like a bed to fall on you know always but if it makes sense what you're doing and it's a bit crazy but you can still have a bed to fall on then just go for it like horses with the things here (laughs) i like it i like it here's one for you if i said to you julia you're only allowed to choose one song okay one song that was the soundtrack of your life what song would you choose and why would you choose that particular song? It, it, I, it's, it's funny, it comes so fast, no? I, I like it. Huh? That was good. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's from Calle 13. Ah. It's like Latin American dude. And it's called Muerte in Hawaii. It's, yeah. Oh, I'm going to have a listen now. 
it's it's uh it's the song we always sing sing with my family family with my brothers and siblings like and sisters and my mom and we always put this song in the car and sing it because it's like really they have really long really long rhymes yeah and it's like uh, a bit imaginary but in the end it's it's like super sweet lyrics so it's like, like it. we always sing together <laughs> see how would your friends describe you if i went to your friends and i said guys describe how julia is what do you think they would say you know i i made this question on instagram but it was more as an as an athlete no like what do you guys uh, think i represent because i thought i have the image of what i think i represent but i don't know if people get that message yeah and the people who answered they they uh, replied what i thought so people said i'm like uh uh, fearless and that I'm a fighter and uh, some stuff around that, you know. So I I like to think that my friends think the same, no? that I'm a hard worker and always fighting and never like give that. up, this kind of stuff, you know. I definitely like that. What are you most thankful for in your life? Honestly, I'm thankful that I never gave up. Because uh, so like my whole life, I've been told give up, give up in everything, in everything I did. And this one thing I didn't want to give up, I didn't do it. And I'm super thankful I didn't because I have the life I have now. And it's awesome. I love it. See, <laughs> what is your biggest regret? Do you have any regrets? Yes, that I didn't start this path earlier. Oh. <laughs> Because if it, I had a, it was a long time just wandering around, like, can I actually do it? Can I not? Everybody says I can't. Should I just give up and do normal living? And yeah. See, if there was one place in the world, because I know you travel a hell of a lot, if there was one place in the world that you would like to travel to which you haven't, where would it be and why? Only one. <laughs> Come only, on. Only one. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> I said that when I heard it too. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> uh, Hawaii, Australia, I don't know. Uh, one of the two. Maybe maybe Hawaii because of the surfing oh. culture and water sports culture. That's though. a good one. That's definitely. Hawaii is many islands. I can travel around, right? That's like. Yeah, it's, 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 <laughs> you're trying to cheat now. <laughs> yeah, you can travel around. You can go to what I would do is I'd go to one big place. So I'd go to Japan and then I would travel around Japan because it's quite big. So I would definitely. Yeah, do that. many people told me about Japan, and mm. now with the Olympics, you know, I wanted to go watch the Olympics, but you couldn't enter the country. Though. Yeah, it was hard. <laughs> It was definitely hard. I would have loved to go and see that too. I would have loved to. When was the last time, Julia, you felt at total peace with yourself? Not lately, <laughs> to be honest. Yeah, when was that? That's a good question. I think when I was home just before, because right now I'm not home. I'm in training, like in a training kind of facility training for Europeans and I think just before I left everything was good like I I had the income so I could have a ceiling on my head and food and my family was doing okay I was doing okay 
I had friends, I had uh, my kites to go kite surfing and conditions were nice. I was like, ah, this good. <laughs> How is, how is it now? Is it different now since the whole pandemic? Did the pandemic even have an effect on what you were doing competition-wise? How did it affect you? Yeah, I I almost I haven't competed this year yet. Well, I did one competition and I'm going to do the second one. And I think that's going to be it for me. So that changed a lot because I used to compete quite a lot. But I don't mind because competing is really stressful, so it's okay to stop for a bit. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. No, I totally agree. But uh, yeah, the pandemic was was not bad for me. Like uh, at some point, especially in the beginning, I got really well, like everything. I got really stressed and like, oh my god, what's going on? The world's gonna end. But then I switched off the TV and uh, <laughs> and I was sharing my trainings on Instagram and Facebook and sharing it with people. And I started studying uh, some courses on the internet. So I was busy, I had my schedule, was doing my thing, was suntanning. And, and being in the same place for two months straight, which I didn't used to do. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, it, it, wasn't, it wasn't such a bad time for me. Like... I'm kind of grateful. <laughs> no, I totally understand. If that's okay to say. Yeah, of course it is. Of, of course it is. What is the best advice you have ever received from someone? And how has that helped you in your life? Um, I'd say that I have to choose a job that doesn't feel like a job. That I'm like, that I wake up every morning and I want to go do that job. Yeah. Because in the end, we spend working so much. We work all our lives. So you better find something that that you're in peace with. That's true. No, That's that definitely true. They, they, say, they say that if you do something you love, you'll never work a day in your life. I mean, at some point... I get you get tired, so you gotta reinvent yourself for sure. I think you get everybody gets tired of whatever. Doesn't matter if you have the best job in the world, you'll get tired. True, but it's it's you gotta know that's gonna happen, and you gotta know that you must find a way to twist it and still be happy and not get tired. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, that's definitely nothing true. is good forever. Yeah, well, that's true. <laughs> That's true. There comes a point in your life where you do have to actually stop. You say, you know what, this is the time for me to actually stop. So I'm going to actually stop doing what I'm doing. And then you just pass it on to somebody else who has the talent to be able to do it and the hope that they do an even better job. Because obviously when you make your mark on the world, you don't want the person who comes next to do worse than you. You want them to do better. And that's how yeah. I see it. I always want someone to come in if they're going to take something over and do even better to help somebody else evolve to do better themselves. So that's how I, I do like that. What would you like your legacy to be, Julia, when you feel you do retire or when you feel like you do want to stop? How would you like the world to remember you as a person, as a, as, as a competition winner, as, as, as a woman? as diversity you know because potentially you're a diversity activist in, in a way because you are doing it so the next generation comes in and does better how would you like people to remember you well i guess 
I guess as somebody who changed things to better, no? Sí. I would love that. Yeah. <laughs> who always fought and never let let go. <laughs> like, yeah. Always fighting, I guess. No, that definitely makes sense to me. It really, really does. I've only got one more for you, Julia. And that is, you've spent your time here with me today. And I want to let people know where they can find you. So would you mind by telling us where people can find you on all your social media platforms, your website, and anywhere else where they can find you? So everything, all my social media websites, absolutely everything is Fuerte Julia. So like Fuerteventura Mm -hmm. and Julia. So Fuerte Julia, it's like .com, Instagram, Facebook, everything has the same name. My email, if you want to send me an email about uh, business, <laughs> everything is for the Julia. And yeah, you can find me there. Always trying to put out some nice stuff to watch so people can watch. Yeah, definitely. Julia, I want to thank you so much for taking your time to come on the Yours People podcast. You have been such a chilled out, relaxed guest and I'm humbled by it. So thank you so much for taking your time to come on. And welcome to the podcast family. Thank thank you so much. It was it was awesome talking to you. I love your voice. It's so nice. <laughs> I love I love people's voices. You know, I'm always like uh it's something always I, I'm putting my attention and you know like, oh look at this voice. So yeah, it was it was really nice. I, I wish love you guys the could see Julia right now because she doesn't the expression when she says it. No, I, I really, I really, I really enjoyed it. And you made some really nice questions because, you know, like people, sometimes we get un- interviewed a lot. And it's like, oh, I can't the same questions. But I, it was, you made me think, you know, <laughs> that's awesome. Oh, that's cool. I'm really happy about that. I'm actually, I'm really, it makes me quite shy when people tell me that because I, the questions you ask always say a lot about who you are and how curious you are about life, I think yeah (laughs) definitely Julia again thank you so much and guys thank you so much for listening to the Ask People podcast and please remember you can subscribe and leave us a review on Spotify, iTunes, Google Play and any other platform that you prefer listening to please also follow us on Facebook, Instagram and Twitter and you can also donate to the Ask People podcast by simply going to the Savvy Rocks website or typing in paypal.me forward slash Podcast or donorbox.org forward slash us people podcast guys thank you so much for listening stay happy stay positive and as always please continue to be kind to one another Yeah, yeah, it was, I mean, and you really, I, I get so many, just today I did an interview and it's always in the, in the morning, always the same questions, you know, so it's really refreshing to have people actually making some research or making different questions and talking about not always the same things, you know, it's super nice.